0: From the Mitchell Center to Coleman Coliseum, the Bartow and Trojan Arenas. From Veterans Memorial Stadium to Legion Field to Hancock-Whitney Stadium. With a combined 75 years of experience in the sports radio world, these guys have spent their professional lives roaming the stadiums and arenas that host your favorite teams. And now, they invite you to join them Inside the Press Box red, red. Get ready for Chris Stewart
1: throws it out, Norris left alone. low, corner three, five red, smoking, hot
0: J.D. Byers three-step drop, steps up, looks, swatted down, set! Down he goes! Mike Grace
2: Curveball right back up the middle They'll wave out and around, third base slides in and the dogs have won it!
0: And the broadcasters, journalists, coaches, and game changers making today's news. They're all here,
2: inside the Press Box. Welcome to the Press Box Podcast. For my partners Chris Stewart and J.D. Myers, I'm Mike Grace. What you're about to hear is just a slice of our PressBox radio show, heard on great stations across Alabama and online 24-7 at PressBoxRadio.com. The show is our way of sharing with you the access we enjoy to a group of friends and colleagues who, like us, have the honor of working with and around the teams and the sports we all love. Today's guest, Andy Burcham, voice of the Auburn Tigers. Now, Andy's an old friend. He's been on the show several times already inside the press box, but this visit, a little bit different. Yes, we do get around to talking about football and baseball, but we start with women's basketball of all things. The reason, he mentioned to us that he's been now with Auburn 33 years. He did women's basketball for 31 years. That's where we pick it up with Andy Burcham, the voice of the Auburn Tigers, on today's Press Box podcast.
3: Yeah, I started back in 88, 89, uh, and uh, then in 90, started working with football, and then in uh, 95, started with football with uh, baseball. So
1: I've been around had, a while. <laughs> I had no idea. Well, I mean, I guess it makes sense. I've done, I've done baseball for 22, and I know that, that you and Rod had, you know, been at it for a while before I started, but I had no idea that that you had you traced back that long at Auburn. Because for people that don't know, I mean, you're not, you know, do the southern thing. You ain't from around here, boy. Uh, <laughs> tell tell the story about how you wound up in in Auburn.
3: I was I got married for the first time in 1988, and my first wife we we came to auburn so she could get her phd in counseling psychology um and we thought it would be maybe we'd, we'd be in auburn for two years and then we moved back to to illinois just to, to southern illinois she was from chicago and um it just didn't work out that way it took her a little longer to get her phd work done and by that time i had i had become established in, in radio in the area working at, at various radio stations and and uh, working with Auburn University, and by the time she had her PhD work done, we decided that we would stay. And then we decided. Then she decided she wouldn't stay, and I decided I would. And
1: <laughs> <You've> been there.
3: <laughs> and uh, then I married a, a, another Auburn gal, and uh, it's my home. I've 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 lived in the Auburn Opelika area longer than I've lived anywhere else in my life. So uh even though i'm from southern illinois grew up there and still have family there and friends there um auburn is my, is my home so there you are
1: it has uh, to say it's been a an interesting and challenging few years would be beyond an understatement and <laughs> and we've we've shared that you've been a friend alongside as as jd and mike have with stuff for me and and i haven't even mentioned this to the other two but you know certain dates Mean a lot. I mean, it was, it was three years ago today. I woke up in a hospital wondering what had gone on, and I had a stroke.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: mm. So it's it's been uh, an incredibly tough couple of years from a, both a personal and professional standpoint for you. But I, I've I've got to ask how things are going in that regard. I talked to you last night, but I know our audience has interest in in how how you and your bride are doing, but but uh, also as you've taken on the role of, of parents to, uh, to Rod and Paula's kids? You know, it's, it's, been, it's been a remarkable
3: now almost two years. I mean, Rod and Paula passed away in May. Um, it's hard to believe it's almost been two years since that occurred. And we became Joshua's guardian uh, a little bit later on that summer. Uh, Rod and Paula had asked us about this in the fall of 2018. We were at dinner one night before a football game, a Friday night before an Auburn football game. We did that from time to time. We would just go out to dinner with them and and um, just have, you know, a, a, a bite to eat. And, and then the accident occurred, and, and it was a summer that we never – we, we could have never dreamed what it would be like that summer to go through that process. And um, Joshua came to live with us in June of that year. And uh, he's now a junior at Auburn high school about to wrap up his junior year at Auburn high school. Um, their, their daughter Shelby uh, was of, of legal age when, when Rod and Paula passed away after the accident. So, She's never she, – we have never been her guardian, but, but we are, um, we're there for Shelby. And Shelby will graduate from Auburn on May 1st. She will become an elementary school teacher. She will graduate with honors at Auburn and uh, has just done a remarkable job um, moving forward from there. And then I'm, I'm about to wrap up year number two uh, in the position that I'm at. And, um, I'm, yeah, <laughs> this has been kind of a trying year for, for Auburn athletics. It's been a tough year for the tigers, but, um, I, I couldn't imagine being anywhere than I am right now. It's and and to work with, with folks like Brad law and, and Ben Harling and, and all the folks with our, our network crew and Stan and Ronnie and Jason and Sonny Smith and, and that group. It's uh it's a great group to work with. And, and, and I know JD, you would say the same with the folks down in South Alabama and and Chris, you would say the same thing for the the folks here at, uh, in, in, Tuscaloosa. So, um, it, it, it's been a remarkable couple of years and you just keep moving forward and you, you know, you add the COVID to all of this and we've all gone through this and we've all, um, seen people that have gone through some very tough times and we've We've lost friends um, during this COVID couple of years, but uh, thankfully um, we've been blessed that we've been healthy and and uh, and we move forward.
0: The voice of the Auburn Tigers, Andy Bertram, is inside the press box with us on a Friday. Uh, they'll have he'll have the call. Uh, you know, a day game, the uh, the weekend against Alabama on the baseball side. All of it going at one time can be hectic. Andy, I wanted to ask you though, speaking about uh, the the awkward times having come from the state of Indiana, uh, now an Auburn man, you've been there since the late eighties, but mm-hmm. it means a little something to you probably when an outsider comes in like a Brian Harson, uh, who comes from out West that, that person has to be welcomed into the family. And it's, a, sometimes it can be more difficult in the athletic department may not so much, but in the community, the state, the alumni, etc., it's a little different animal. It's probably nice for somebody to be there like yourself, to to reach out to a Harson or relate to that person and kind of put out that welcoming hand and bring them, bring them onto campus and the the city and town of Auburn and Opelika.
3: Well, he's about to wrap up his first spring ball. They will, they will have the A-Day game on Saturday and then there will be one more practice on the back end before they wrap up spring practice. But, you know, during this COVID year, he hasn't really been able to get out in the community as nearly as much as he would, you know, if, if, if all things were, were normal, he would have been speaking to Auburn groups all around the Southeast, in addition to putting that staff together and going through his first signing day and now going through this spring practice time. But he he hasn't been able to do that. Uh, there are plans for him to get out uh, a little bit later on this spring and, and this summer. Um and, and, and get out and, and spend some face-to-face time with the Auburn family he really hasn't been able to do that very much. Um, I've done several zoom calls with with coach Harson with the Auburn Football lettermans club that, that he he wanted to reach out and and make a connection uh, with these guys and and has done a really good job with that but but his time in front of the Auburn people is coming up as, the restrictions on travel and the restrictions on in-person meetings ease just a bit. So um, this has been an unusual, it's been a unique time even for someone like coach Harson, who has come to Auburn from Boise, Idaho. So um, that, that time. And I, and I think the Auburn folks are going to enjoy getting to meet him. Um, He's a, is a unique individual. He is incredibly driven, very detailed oriented of the time that I've been around him. Um, and, and I've done one in-person interview with him and that was the, the sit down that we did immediately after he was hired. Everything else we've done has been done virtually by, by zoom calls. So, uh, I, I look forward to spending just a little bit of time with him and getting to know Cass and his, his family and, and, and really welcoming them to Auburn. But I, you know, um, I, I think the Auburn folks are really going to enjoy him gonna enjoy getting to know him and I and I think vice versa, I think you will enjoy getting to know the Auburn people as
1: well. We'll wrap it up quick with you here and but I do want to bring it back to baseball as we do. I'm not asking you to be an apologist for a one in twelve record, but for people that haven't followed they don't understand what you and I were talking about last night, just before you left the booth, just how close this Auburn team has been just as Alabama's really close to being having enough wins to maybe be at the top of the league, Auburn has done just the same, but with virtually no luck whatsoever, which frankly I hope continues for two more games, and then I hope you're <laughs> lucky as heck. But but kind of put in perspective where it's been and why you're sitting there at one and twelve right now in the league.
3: Uh, I I thought about sending you a text this weekend. Uh, before we got here, Chris, said, I really don't like you this weekend, but I can't wait to see you.
1: Yeah, I understand.
3: <laughs> but but get I didn't. But I understand it, your sentiment. Uh, last night, the, the extra inning loss to Alabama was Auburn's eighth one-run game in SEC play. And it's seventh loss in those eight one-run games. And there's two more two-run losses in SEC play to go with that. So of mm-hmm. Auburn's 12 losses now in SEC play. Seven have been by one run and two more have been by two runs. And you just, and, and it hasn't been all the same thing. You know, there were times when Auburn just didn't hit the ball. There have been times where the bullpen didn't pitch it well, or Auburn didn't get a good start. Rarely has it been defense. That's been one of the constants for this team. And, um, and yet this team keeps plugging along and this head coach keeps his head down and, and uh, is looking after this team. Um, I, I can't tell you how much respect I have for Butch Thompson and even more so this year than even with the success that he's had with two straight regional titles and a trip to the World Series under his belt at Auburn uh, than I have this year. I, I can't imagine how tough it is for him and for this team. I know how tough it's been just to, to be, you know, the ones relaying what's going on with this team from a from a radio standpoint. And I, I look forward to getting back out there. Tonight at 6 o'clock when, when Auburn takes the field. Hopefully this is this is the night when, when Auburn starts to turn things around.
2: Been some tough times for that Auburn baseball team. Head coach Butch Thompson. Hopefully they can turn things around quickly and get a little bit of good luck. Our thanks to Andy Burcham, voice of the Auburn Tigers, our guest on today's Press Box podcast. Catch our daily show weekdays on great stations around the state of Alabama and online 24-7 at pressboxradio.com. You find us on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all at Pressbox Radio One. That's Pressbox Radio and the number one. And of course, we always would love to hear from you. Email us at PressboxRadio One at gmail.com. Again, PressboxRadio the number one at gmail.com. For Chris Stewart, for JD Byers, I'm Mike Gray saying thanks for joining us here on the Pressbox Podcast.